Today on 321 Liftoff, we peel back the curtain to let you see behind the scenes of how to make premium craft spirits that are uniquely Florida. For the past 86 weeks, 321 Liftoff has taken you to many kinds of attractions that you would expect to see here in Florida's fabulous Space Coast. But this attraction that we're at today is something totally different. Today, we are at a distillery producing and blending a wide range of quality spirits. Whether they're in-house distilled vodkas, rums, or whiskeys, each is made with dedication and care in every step of the process, and that rewards you with flavors and textures that are uncommon to mass-produced products. Where are we? What is the name of the distillery we are at? And how do they produce their premium craft spirits? You'll find out because it's all coming up right here on 321 Liftoff. Welcome to 321 Liftoff. I'm Wayne Belden, the president of Belden Communications, the publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. We'll be bringing you 321 Liftoff each week, talking about tourism on Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me is the host of 321 Liftoff, Bonnie King, former deputy director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as the past president of the Florida Film Commission. Bonnie, are we ready to blast off on 321 Liftoff? Hey, hey! Yes, we are. And I just want to start, I just want to start today to talk about the beautiful launch that we had yes. this week. Oh, we absolutely. had two launches this week, but the one that we had this past week um, on Monday, a SpaceX Falcon 9 launch, was unbelievable because the sky was totally clear. There were mm -hmm. no clouds. And we got to see it not only go up all the way, but then come back. Damn. When the booster came back, you saw everything. Usually, you know, I mean, they're all great launches, but, you know, sometimes the clouds interfere and you didn't really get to see everything. This one was absolutely perfect. And then when it landed and the boom that happened was just a loud, loud boom. I'm telling you, that's one of the reasons you come here to the Space Coast. You never know when you're going to see a launch, you know. <laughs> and it was the 104th time that the uh, SpaceX was able to recover one of its boosters. Isn't that amazing? Technology that's, is incredible. It, it's just unbelievable. unbelievable. And, you know, we're in a new age. You know, commercial enterprise has taken over our space program and, uh, you know, putting it in the hands of, uh, taking it out of the hands of the taxpayers. And it's a great place to watch a launch right here in Port Canaveral, where we are today. And we're going to meet with Ron Folino. He's the owner of Ocean Oceanside Distillery, where they make premium crafts that are uniquely Florida. And we're going to talk about that today. 321 Liftoff is brought to you in part, as you know, by the Beachside Hotel and Suites on Cocoa Beach. Great place for having an overnight vacation. And by Longboard's Tiki Bar, located at the Hilton Ocean Front on Cocoa Beach, offering a fabulous ambiance with great food and drink. And of course, by the SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, where you will learn what there is to see and do and where to do it on this fabulous area that we call the Space Coast. And joining us today, as usual, our good friend John Belden, who's Vice President of Belden Communications. And John, last week, you know, we were at Romelia Farms, yes. and we were cuddling that adorable 10-day-old Oh my gosh, how cute was goat. that? <laughs> and then we asked everybody to, you know, look at the picture, and and, and they got to see him, on uh, obviously, on the video. And we said, hey, what would you name him? We had a very good response. We had an amazing response. Yes. Our listeners, we asked our listeners for input, and boy, did they deliver. Uh, we had quite quite a few, probably a couple hundred at least, on, on the submissions. 
um, and a lot of creative names. I don't know, Phil, if you have a drum roll by any chance, <laughs> but there you go, Phil. <laughs> but the the selected name for the goat is Billy, a Billy Goat. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Right. Wow. Which kind of surprised me because I was thinking, you know, I, that's I, I, like I, an obvious name, and it was. I have to it's say, very cute. it was like the most names that people. It, it was. Gave. It was. It was the highest submitted Billy name goat. was Billy Goat, and it's a you know, come on, it's a cute, it's a cute name, and it was an honor to to hold it. So yeah, and uh, somebody who who also wrote in and said Billy Goat said call him BJ BG. 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 I'm sorry, BG. BG. Yeah, for BG. Billy Goat. But yeah. staying anyway. alive, staying. So, yeah. anyways, getting back to it. I mean, yes, and, and I do want to say that launch earlier this week was absolutely beautiful. That's another reason why you come here to the Space Coast. And actually, from the location that we're at today, Ocean yes. Side Distillery, they have amazing views of the launches. So, definitely, it's another reason why this is an attraction. Because, guys, this this place is an attraction. You can tour this facility and learn from the expert about fermentation, infusion, and distilling. Wow. Right? Wow. So, and with us today is our producer, Phil Bird. How you doing there, Phil? That's one thing that I, I cannot wait to. I have never seen, like, a launch in person yet. Oh, my God. Phil, <laughs> oh, wow. So, I want to pick this spot. Poor Phil. You know right? what I mean? I want to pick this spot and watch my first launch. It Definitely, brother. We, get, we we'll, we'll set it up. Along with us, of course, is the president of Belden Communications, my father, Wayne Belden. How you doing there, Pop? I am doing excellent, John. I'm excited, and I'm also curious. I've never been to a distillery and always wondered how they do what they do. So to go behind the scenes and see where the magic happens is always something I always wanted to do at a distillery. It's all about the experience and discussing the various characteristics and production methods in producing premium craft spirits. So to get this conversation started and learn how they produce these spirits, let's meet the owner of Oceanside Distillery, Ron Folino. Welcome, hey, Ron. Ron. Welcome. Hey, Ron. Thank you, Wayne. I know it sounded yes. very scientific when he was talking, didn't it? Talking all those big words and everything. Big right. words get boy, and I felt good doing it for <laughs> once know. in my life. I was thinking, I wish my father was around. Yeah, I sound, you know, he'd be proud of me. I sounded I'm intelligent. So, Ron, welcome. We're glad you're. We're we're, we're glad we're here, well, so yes. that we're able to promote what you're doing. Well, thank and you. So, tell us a little bit about this wonderful place. Well, we started producing spirits in 2018. We source a majority of all of our feedstock, as we call it, from the state of Florida. We are members of the Fresh from Florida Department of Agriculture group. We are now licensed to put that logo on our label to show you how we participate with Florida agriculture. We source our corn from uh, the Lake Okeechobee area, along with sugarcane juice that is dehydrated for us that we use for our rums. Well. Neat. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people, when they think about distilleries, the people that aren't really pervy to this kind of thing, corn. <laughs> I don't think people think about corn when they're, right? Do you, do right. you know? No. But, yeah, it's, it's involved. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's so I'm, somebody, getting, I'm getting vegetables? That's right. It, it's actually good for you, Phil. Oh, yeah, there we that's go. A, <laughs> that's awesome. Our <laughs> corn, this state, by the way, produces a lot of corn. Mm -hmm. We can't use the corn from... Zellwood, because it's a white corn, it's a very sweet corn. We use more of the feed-type corn. Mm -hmm. And with the process of the proprietary yeast for it and the nutrients, we're able to make vodka and whiskey. Nice. Nice. Very good. I'm and I can tell that we have the vodka and whiskey right yes. here. So, yeah, you've yes. got a, a, a lot here to showcase. Right. It's a, Beautiful selection. A, a basic labor of love. We have three different 
bourbons that mm -hmm. are all aged here in our barrels, barrel room, and barrels that we source from Kentucky. Okay. Uh, we use a special char to add the maximum flavor to these over the period of time. Our bourbons, for instance, are 75% corn. Wow. Where the minimum is 51% corn and aged for two years. Ours is 75, like I mentioned, and aged for four years. Wow. So that produces a whole different flavor perspective. Neat. Yeah. So when you were doing the distillery back in 2018, you didn't open until about eight months ago because you were in the process then of getting everything, what's right. the word I want to use in the prepared. sense that, yeah, prepared and I would say fermented. Prepared delicious. And delicious. Getting everything delicious. That's yeah. right. <laughs> getting That's right. everything ready. It is a laborious process to say the least. There's those big um, words again. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, that's, I could say arduous, but <laughs> that's right. it starts out with mashing. We secure a ton of corn at a time. Mm -hmm. We use 650 to 700 pounds per wow. distillation. So two fills. Two fills. When he said mashing, you know what I was thinking Mashed of? Mashed potatoes? No, I was thinking of the Lucy, Lucy, I Love Lucy episode where she mashed the grapes for wine, right? That was it. So when you said mashing, we're mashing the corn. Classic. It was classic. classic. I'm sorry. But that's, well, I'm well, sorry. No, no, don't. Uh, mashing is the term that goes back probably to the 1700s uh, where they actually cook the grain to a mash oatmeal type rendition. Awesome. We don't cook ours that way. We secure our corn already cracked and bagged. We prefer it to be cracked and a lot less of a cereal type because during the process of mashing dough balls mm -hmm. would occur in a still. And we watch this process religiously and we have our still programmed now to where we have the process really down with very little science. You got a science going for yes. sure. Definitely. Well, I would say this is a very educational place to be. That is for sure. In fact, give us a little bit of the history of where you came from, how you got involved. I come from a very old Italian family who have been in the grappa brandy uh, venter type of business uh, in the Umbria region of Italy. Wow. You're authentic. I, I, like I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, watched my grandparents make wine and, you know, actually distill basically illegally. We're just going to roll past that. <laughs> learned the process and I, actually I never thought I would be doing this. Mm -hmm. Legally. <laughs> so, uh, it came to light from my brother who uh, had done distilling and again, visiting family in Italy back and forth for the last 20, 30 years, mm -hmm. learning the process of branding making. So we decided that uh, it's time to bring something like this to Brevard County. Yeah, it's needed. Uh, we are the foremost runner of it. We have a feel we have a great location located within walking distance of 11 hotels and Port Canaveral nearby. And again, back to the whole idea of it, bringing quality spirits right to Brevard County and to this area of Florida that aren't the mainstream that's made in Tennessee or Kentucky. 
we make everything by hand in a small batch. We produce approximately 450 gallons at a time mm -hmm. of distillation. Out of that, we render under 200 gallons of actual spirit. That gives you a little idea. Amazing. Neat. I like it. Are we ready to do? Let's go ahead and do yeah. it. What do you say? I All right, it's time for Space Coast Trivia, where we get to test the knowledge of everyone on today's podcast about random facts that we should know. And we're only the prize, the only prize is the bragging rights. Space Coast Trivia is brought to you by Longboard's Tiki Beach Grill, located in beautiful Cocoa Beach, next to the Hilton Ocean, Cocoa Beach Oceanfront. Learn more at longboardstiki.com. Go to Longboard's Tiki Beach Grill and enjoy a casual, laid-back atmosphere under their covered tiki bar. That's my father's favorite over there. Where's yep. his With, sign? Where's his sign? I, I, you know, you did something oh, yeah. thoughtful, Phil, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you see how right that far that goes, right? With direct ocean access on their pool deck, enjoy refreshing frozen drinks, enticing lawn specials, and a diverse menu of appetizers and entrees. Open till midnight, weather permitting, and guess what, guys? They do have kids' menus available, so bring the kiddos out there. Don't forget to join them for seasonal live entertainment on the weekends. Actually, this Friday from uh, on February 4th from 6 to 9 they have reggae music Island Breeze people that's a local band people nice. love you Molly loves the reggae on Saturday from 6 to 9 Miranda Rolino she actually does uh, cover songs and originals uh, if you haven't listened to her check her on Facebook she's got an amazing voice and then on Sunday from 1 to 4 more reggae music Top Hill Crew so all of this and more at Longboards Tiki Beach Grill and beautiful Cocoa Beach all right Phil what do you have for us today there my friend Take a wild guess. It has to be about <laughs> distillery. I, it's, it's about spirits. Spirits, okay. Right? And so um, the teams we have here, I have Bonnie and Ron versus John and Wayne. Oh, oh wow. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm depending on you, Ron. Since oh, I'm... Ron should knock all of these out of the park. So, Bonnie, you no can pressure just there, Ron. I, I can just, sit back. just sit back, <laughs> okay. relax, and text the goat. Text, text the goat, <laughs> Billy. All right, here we go. All right, guys. So um, just like last week, I will read the question. And you both have to answer what okay. you guys choose. Okay. Okay. So don't don't blur it out, Ron. Okay. <laughs> First you question: What is the official distilled spirit of the United States of America? Is it vodka, bourbon, rum, or gin? Team three, two, one. Bourbon. I'm saying bourbon. I, I say bourbon. Uh, you think it's bourbon? It's bourbon. Bourbon. Definitely. I, I was right. going to say bourbon. You guys are both correct. Oh, we're so smart. Yeah, all right. Hey now. As I said, this is very <laughs> educational. This is good. This right. is good. This one revolves around the movies here. Okay. All right. In Pirates of the Caribbean, or uh, Caribbean. Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow, played Ooh, by Johnny good. Depp. What was he always drinking? Was it rum, vodka, gin, or tequila? Was rum. It rum. 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 Okay, you guys are... Pirates always drink rum. Yes. Yo, ho, yo, ho. R -A -D. R -A -D. R -A -D. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number three. Doing pretty good. Which is the most sold beer in the United States? Well, by who? Cause is, it, <laughs> is it Bud Light, Miller Light, or Coors Light? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm thinking. Uh, I feel like there's a uh, a trick in here. Is Bud Light? I, I would think Bud Light, but I got a feeling for the record it's Coors. But you want to go with Bud Light? We'll uh, say Bud Light. I'm gonna go Coors Light. One of you is correct, and it is Bud Light. Ah, okay. I was expecting a twist in there somewhere. <laughs> it's the horses. That's right, King of Beers. All right. 
<laughs> I know, John, you probably heard the term IPA with a lot of hipsters out there. Yeah. Right. What does IPA stand for? Does it stand for Indigenous Pale Ale, Indian Pale Ale, or Indian Peak Ale? Uh, Did you say one. indigenous? Mm-hmm. I think pale it's indigenous. Ale. But what was the first? Oh, say them again. So I said indigenous pale ale, Indian pale ale. Oh, okay. Or Indian peak ale. What no. do you think, Ron? I'm thinking indigenous. What I, do you think? I'm going to go with India pale ale. Okay. Okay. I'll say the first one. So you say indigenous pale. Yeah. Ron would be correct. Oh, it's India. Oh, very good, Ron. Bow yeah. down right. to the master. Right. So we yeah. have a tie game. All right. All right. Let's hear one more. This is for the victory. For the win. All right. So this, there's no multiple choice for this one, okay? So first person to blurt it out is the winner, okay? Okie okay. dokie. In the cartoon The Simpsons. Homer. <laughs> what Mark. is the brand beer of choice? Duff. Ah, John. Yeah, buddy. Duff. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that Come was on. good. Okay. Come on. Right. It, was it was Duff Beer. Come on, man. Okay. You know, I was I was just uh, in a, a, a another destination about a year ago where they actually had a Simpsons setup and they had an actual Duff bar you could go in. Oh yeah. It was like a convenience store, but yeah. Anyways. Wow. Nice. Real fun. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. I don't watch The Simpsons, so I would have had. I no haven't watched idea. it in many years, but I was a kid that grew up watching The Simpsons, of course. Wow. Bart Simpson, man, come on. Wow. Don't have a cow, Bonnie. <laughs> it's She's a Simpsons. Like, I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought Bonnie was going to come over there and hit you a second ago. I was like, whoa, no, I do watch know out. That. All right, let's get back and talk about the tour that you offer here. Um, I know that you have a room there with the barrels in it and also the process that you go through. So can you kind of explain a little bit about what you see when you come here and you can take the tour? Right. We have uh, two tours, actually. We have the uh, general tour that lasts about 30 minutes. And we start off explaining the entire process of securing the grain, mashing, fermentation, and distillation. We then follow that up with an explanation of our bottling line and how we use only the purest water to proof our spirits. You're from New York. You know a thing about that. With the pure water, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yes. He's from from Philly. Right. We first uh, use an activated... (laughs) type of charcoal filter for the initial process, then we run that purified charcoal filtered water to an RO system. Mm -hmm. The reason we do that is we remove any trace of chlorine, chloramine, any solids that might be in the local water. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the end of the cycle, we also zap the water, as we call it, with a UV filter. You're making sure that sucker is clean. Yes. I like it. That's, that's and we intense. only produce the water or make it prior to actual proofing, uh, which we do on a very slow process. Mm-hmm. We just don't dump the water into a proofing tank. We add 50 to 60 gallons a week for five weeks. Wow. We just don't. Really? Yes. It's a Such slow, a process. It's a slow process because the water will marry with the ethanol, and it has to be consistent from top to the bottom. If it isn't, you're going to get variation in readings, flavor, and a problem with your hydrometers and testing. I mean, I think when you learn all this kind of things, it makes you really appreciate the spirits that much more when you're you're enjoying them. I'm an an impatient person, so I can't believe you have to wait. Right? You told me there was something there for like four years ago. I'm going to want it now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What happens if you're thirsty? (laughs) (laughs) Break the trend a little. We... uh, (laughs) 
also offer a what we call the master's tour. It's a one-hour tour where we actually give the guest samples right out of the barrel at full wow. strength. In oh, the wow. Wow. And when you little, say full strength, what, what are you talking about? We're talking, let's say, the... One of the bourbons would be 120 proof. Whoa! Wow. One of the light whiskeys might be 118 or 125 proof. Wow. It's just what it is in the barrel at the time. And it seems to have been gone over well. A lot of uh, bourbon drinkers like the, uh, the heady taste of full strength whiskey. We don't bottle anything of that strength, by the way. Right. The highest is 90. Gotcha. So those are connoisseurs that are doing that. Wow. I'm assuming. I just yeah. think that's interesting that you can, because they've been in the barrel how long? Like four years? Uh, four plus years now. We so May of May of 2018 was when all of the batches were made. Gotcha. So that's pretty a good, so good system. It's got to be exciting to reveal it, right? Weird <laughs> question. Why that long until you can drink it? Uh, it actually, according to the laws of bourbon, with the alcohol, tobacco, firearm, the substantiation of bourbon being America's drink, it can be two years old. Mm -hmm. At two years old, it does not have the rich, sweet, corn-type flavor or the butterscotches or vanilla that comes out of the wood. Longer in the wood, within a reasonable time frame, it develops more complex flavors. Ah, Okay. So it's worth the wait. Where, where do you get these these barrels, and what kind of wood? What our barrels are sourced from a company called Calvin Cooperage in Louisville, Kentucky. They are American white oak barrels. They are charred to our specifications on the inside. We only have the body of the barrel charred and the head and tail of the barrel toasted. That is because wow. we impart different toasting flavors versus the char. Now we use the strongest char available, which is a number four. Number four sort of is likened to called an alligator back. It has a series of squares and ridges in it that they actually burn into the wood, the entire barrel. Now, Calvin air dries our barrels 24 months. Oh, wow. Such I mean, patience. Wow. No, I'm serious, man. I, I, at Christmas time, I'm I ready get, to... I get mad if a red light takes too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow, wow, this this is nothing but time right Two here. Two years for a barrel to get and then four years for the wow. Well, but six then years. you reuse the barrel again? Well, we do reuse our barrels, but only for rum. Okay. We have a series of uh, barrels aging our rum, which uh, is now it's over two years old and it's a beautiful gold color. So we just copyrighted Florida Gold. And we will have a gold smooth rum that so far mixes very well with colas. Wow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It tastes yes. very good. Really good. With the cola. <laughs> so I, I actually had a chance to take the tour with you earlier today. And there's a machine over there that you have that's run off of. It's, it's, a, it's like a smart distiller. Can you talk about that? That's so yes. cool. The still that we have is the iStill. The iStill was made in Amsterdam, Netherlands, and it uses Apple technology for its programming and brain and the control of a, lack of a better word, a robot. Mm -hmm. uh, the side column is filled with sensors. It is what will denote the temperature changes and times to release the spirit. It uh, doesn't do it automatically, of course. We wouldn't want it to. We make the heads hearts and tail cuts ourselves. And that, what I just mentioned, is how the spirit is derived. The heads 
or the bad blow-off of the spirit. It contains methanol, sulfur compounds, stuff that the moonshiners on TV would think you could drink, mm-hmm. but you can't. Yeah. What we do is we save that and we use it as a sanitizer. We have a high school guy that comes in for extra money. After we dilute this liquid, he mops the floor with it in the distillery. Oh, wow. Wow. It's kind of like... It's so smart. It's actually running this podcast right now. Ah, That's right. That's right. Well, I thought one of the interesting things, too, on the tour was actually putting the label on the bottle. That's a unique... You have a machinery. I was thinking that, you know, somebody licked it and, you know, <laughs> put it on it's there. like a stamp. <laughs> yeah, like that's a not, stamp. That's not productive for mass production, though. No. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We have a manual and an automatic label. And the label that we have puts it on both the front and back. And it is programmed by the circumference of the bottle. We, right now, are only using three different bottles. So we take a physical measurement of the bottle, program in that circumference, to go with the machine, and it will put the label on exactly. It was Are pretty you cool. Wow. It, was, it was really... Yeah, they look real precision. I'm looking yeah. at yeah. the... It was very cool. I'd I like to see that. That's pretty neat. Very nice. Can we put one on John's back? Uh, a label? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have many labels on my back. Don't, don't, don't you worry. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about some of your actual... Because uh, I see you have your bourbon there. What other, right. what other stuff do you have? Our, our premium bourbon is our Florida straight bourbon whiskey. We call it Odyssey. All of our bourbons, by the way, we take off of the name Odyssey. We just kind of like formulated a, a design for the label. We have a double oak bourbon, which we're very proud of. The double oak has spent six months in sherry barrels that we imported wow. from Portugal. From two different sherry manufacturers, one called Pedro Jimenez and one called Oloroso. These are well-known barrel that are, in, they're all over, actually. You know, uh, Kentucky uses them, but they get their predominance by use for fine scotches. Mm-hmm. The Balvenie, McAllen, Highland Park, all source these barrels and age scotch in them after they've spent some time in regular bourbon barrels. Wow. So we have that, and we make a honey whiskey that is made from Ooh. our... White honey. whiskey, yeah. You like honey, right, Phil? Of course I do. <laughs> Call me Winnie the Phil. I was going to say Winnie, <laughs> Winnie, no, was, Winnie the I, Phil. I just want to say that after I took the tour, um, you get samples. Right. And so I had a sample of that honey whiskey. And I have to say, it was really, the word that I want to use for it is very smooth. Yes. So it's just a word, you know, but yeah. it's that, really that's smooth. That's the best way to describe it. It only has two ingredients, by the way, everyone. It is... Don't give it away! Uh, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's... Two it's ingredients, honey and whiskey. It's, <laughs> it's not so much what's right. in it, it's how you make it. Ah, okay. Exactly. Right. right. But it's Florida clover honey. Ah. Sourced from Ocala, Florida. And our 99% corn distillate, which we call whiskey, because it's in used bourbon barrels. Gotcha. Uh, basically, that's it. We, that's the real taste of Florida, right there, too. It's got those Florida bees. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, who 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 actually designs the the labels? I. Do. You you've done yes. that's yeah. a great job. Those are really nice. Very very every, professional. Every one of them. I have a a background in uh, graphic design. And, ah. Uh, it's a. Uh, Want a job? Yeah. Right. I need a logo. <laughs> <laughs> From the logo to the t-shirts to everything. You know, you mentioned scotch, and I know you don't do much with scotch. Uh, is there a difference between scotch and scotch whiskey? 
Well, the term whiskey can be called bourbon or... Scotch. Oh, any of those can be a whiskey. But all bourbon is not whiskey, but all scotch pretty much is. Wait, what? We do have... <laughs> yeah, this is interesting, yeah. We do have aging, an American single malt that we will call American single malt whiskey. How we arrived at that is, I'm a big fan of scotch from Scotland. Uh, and we use a Scottish malted barley in our mash bill for all of our whiskeys. Mm -hmm. Our bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. We secure real authentic Scottish malted barley from a company called Multum, who supplies pretty much half of the world over there with. Gotcha. And we had so many pounds left over, and we decided, being that we have the programming ability to make a whiskey, which is at lower temperatures, we used 100% Scottish malted barley, and we now have two barrels aging. Nice. So we'll see how that turns out. You can come check out the barrels before they hatch, so to speak. Exactly. I like it. I like it. <laughs> ah, it's time for Three Things You Need to Know, which is brought to you by Beachside Hotel and Suites, where you're always only steps away from the sand and only minutes from Port Canaveral. Check them out at BeachsideHotelCocoBeach.com. John, why don't you tell our listeners about the types of amenities that they can enjoy when they stay at Beachside Hotel and Suites? When making your reservations, enjoy special packages such as Snooze and Cruise, Fly Snooze and Cruise, and military discounts. They love their military there at Beachside Hotel and Suites, as we all do in the Space Coast. Uh, once you arrive, you'll enjoy a $6 million renovated property complete with a heated lazy river so you can relax and enjoy your vacation. Heated lazy river, that's that's definitely what you want to do on vacation. Float around, have some fun. Especially mm -hmm. this weekend. we got a great weekend. Yeah, buddy. Watch the launch while you're in the pool. There we go. Duck Dive Bar and Grill, where you can enjoy coastal cocktails and delicious beach bites lip sync karaoke on friday nights from 6 30 to 9 30 that's just, my jam let me tell you what you might catch me out there doing some garth brooks or some sir mix a lot if you can catch me on the right day and before you go check out their gift shop where you can purchase cocoa beach souvenirs from your stay make your reservations now at beachside hotel beach.com and during your stay you just might see a rocket launch because the space coast is the only beach that doubles as a launch pad only here can you enjoy a relaxing beach day and watch a rocket launch. There's no substitute to experiencing the sights and sounds in person, so make your reservations today. And now it's time to find out three things that we need to know about today's guest, Ron Felino of, of Oceanside Distillery. So, Ron, take it away, my friend. Well, I well, thought about this, and what a lot of people don't know about me is I used to be an avid scuba diver. Really? Yes. So and you're like in little every everything, right? I loved it. He's probably I, an you astronaut know, you, too. You, you live in Florida, you've <laughs> got to get in the water. Right. Not yeah. not only scuba, but I was a really avid surfer for a long time. Oh wow, and that's actually, awesome. But the part of that I'd like to tell you is I had a very close encounter with a shark <laughs> that was, I'm going to say, he looked bigger than he was, but he was at least seven foot. Wow, you seem to have all your fingers, and I'm assuming yeah, you're looking yeah. and counting your fingers. Well, well here's the unusual part about it. I'm with uh, some friends diving in the Bahamas, and we saw sharks, and we were prepared. We knew, we knew they were in the waters, and most divers that are in waters, knowing that there are sharks, carry a, a type of a weapon called a bang stick. Okay. Right, right. I've heard a of it. Bang stick <laughs> is a, like a shocker. Right. Yes, and ours were loaded with a 357. 
magnum wow. cartridge. So if it gets within six feet of you, yeah, he gets tagged. Dead. Right. Bye bye. Well, we were fully prepared. We saw about the sharks. The shark comes right up to me and my friend, and he stares at us. Oh, boy. I couldn't imagine. I got to say, it's the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. And he just looked at us. He's like, what's up? Come any closer, swims around, come around. uh, And the dive, we were at about 70 feet. And that is what's considered a decompression dive. Mm -hmm. You have to stop along the way, or, you know, it's a thing with air embolisms in your lung. He just watched us the whole time. <laughs> so you got us, any bourbon? <laughs> <laughs> let us surface, and we were just uh, shocked. Are you serious? Nothing. He just watched. Just didn't care. He we was curious. Wow. He, yeah. he, he must not have been hungry. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, and this was in a tourist-type area? Uh, outside of Walker's Cay uh, in the Bahamas, we... Because I wonder if he hasn't been desensitized, maybe, because there's a lot of people in the area. You know, I, people taste I, bad. Yes, they do. <laughs> maybe he wasn't in the mood for Italian. That's yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. How far away was he? Oh, was like, oh, he was more yeah. than six feet, no, right? he was more than six yeah. feet. I'm going to say, let's say, just give him 15 feet. Yeah. Well, he was social distance. He was a polite yeah. shark. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, I hope he was wearing a mask. Long <laughs> enough to look at his... Oh, yeah. Look at him dead on and wow. trying to figure out if he well, was that's on. Okay, so that, that's one thing that's about you. That's an experience. Well, wow. What's another thing? Yeah. I have, uh, I've, I lived in Italy for a couple of years. That's I beautiful. lived in Venice, Italy. Oh, wow. And I've always wanted to go to Italy. Beautiful. I had a part-time job as what would be considered a bar back in America as a barista back. Ah, okay. I learned about actually roasting coffee because most of the Italian barista areas and places roast their own coffee. But mostly I learned how to make the decorations in a cappuccino (laughs) with the cream. Oh, wow. (laughs) Cool. Christmas trees to swans to... Can you do my face? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It was was a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, you're very subordinate to the baristas. Right. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. and the Bar- com- Baristas uh, a lot of time are women, right? Uh, yeah. I'll be subordinate to them, sure. Yes. No, sure. <laughs> but mostly in Italy, it's a male-dominated uh, barista operation. And gotcha. You get a, a sense of a lot of camaraderie. Okay. And have a lot of fun. Cool. And, okay. of course, the coffee and the coronettos are so good. Bros before Joes. Excellent. Oh. So that's number two. What's number three? Uh Early on, I had uh, wanted a career in federal law enforcement. What? Wow. He was a cop, too? <laughs> wow. wow. Are you taking notes over here, Phil? Jeez. But due to family concerns and whatever, I had to uh, give up that train. Uh, I, actually, I think there's more to that story. Yeah, well, we'll yeah there's a little that. bit more That's to that. The extended version we had to create podcast. a new segment for that That's one. Right. Yeah. It, uh, I, I have been a certified police officer in the state of Florida. I'll tell you that. Okay. And uh, I loved it. I wanted to go federal. You know, you, you have to do your dues, so to speak. Phil to knew that. a couple of people that went federal, didn't you, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to talk about it? Okay. The family wasn't real happy federal about prison. you being a police no, officer. No, no. They, they, they don't come to visit very much. No, they didn't want, uh, well, they just didn't think that that was a good career move. Right. I, I, you know, I had education and whatever, but... Uh, I've gone through police academy, I, whatever. I even had applications in with the U.S. Marshals and the Secret Service. Wow. And I wanted to go that route. But, again, 
Right. This is more fun. It's life. Right. <laughs> this yeah. is much more fun. It's okay. I was glad that. So I, I'm kind of curious too. I, I met your wife, so I was wondering how did you two meet? Was that while you were a barback or? Uh, no, no. Uh, he arrested her. My wife. <laughs> Come with me. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. I, I, Hands I, behind your back. When I met her, I put her under arrest. <laughs> you what? I put her under arrest when I met her. No, That's right. it. Uh, actually, Mine's still handcuffed. That's why she stays with me. <laughs> my wife and I are avid snow skiers. Okay. And uh, I had been a member of the uh, Space Coast Ski Club for years. Cool. Uh, traveled all over skiing and whatever. I just, another one of my passions on that. My wife was introduced to me by someone in a ski club, but she was living in Fort Lauderdale at the time. Mm. She is a, a registered nurse who was working for uh, the Holy Cross Hospital in Lauderdale, and she was going to move to Brevard County. She got a position at Hell First. So we just kind of like hit it off, and the love of skiing is a perfect matchmaker for right. someone that you can ski with all the time and the rest right. is history okay. together yeah. all right well you know i did i think you guys know that i just did a little research on um on distilleries and found out that and you probably know this ron that george washington had a distillery yes which really i was very surprised at that he owned a commercial distillery and he had six of his slaves that worked in the, in the distillery, and he used the slop from the distillery to make his hogs fat. He had 150 pigs. Wow. Wow. His distillery made $7,500 in profit in Back, wow. 1799. Wow. And okay. the common cost of whiskey in, that, in those days, I don't know how much it costs now, but the common cost of whiskey back in 1799 was 50 cents a gallon. A gallon. How about that? Well, I thought it was interesting. Remember I mean, when gas was 50 cents a gallon? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when it was 18 cents a yeah, gallon. Yeah, me too. Wow. 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 Yes. You're, you're old. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fossil. That's for sure. We used to scrounge in the car for change. Right. Know, so we could go down to the beach. I lived on Merritt yep. Island to get to Cocoa Beach. I just scrounge the, yeah. you know, the car and get a, uh, get, what, I just you, did what the, are you saying? I just did the calculations from uh, $7,500 in 1799. Guess how much it's worth today? Oh, wow. $8,500. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? $227,000. You know, I wow. thought it'd be more, to be honest with you. Wow. I'm shocked. I mean, that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's a ton, but I just, I don't know. That's yeah. a long time. Wow. Yep. All right. Wow. So wow. Uh, that is a lot. So tell me, give, give us website information. Right. We are both on uh, Facebook, of course, Instagram, mm -hmm. and OceansideDistillery.com. Awesome. Great. View our website, look at our products, uh, register for a tour. Absolutely. Right Come there. in here. We have some events coming up, like, for instance, this Friday, this Saturday, excuse me, our first music venue here at the distillery. Awesome. We nice. have a guitar player coming in. Uh, later this month, we're going to have our first comedy show. I like comedy. Which we're going to make a weekly or, or bi-monthly uh, thing. We have comedians that or tour the state of Florida that are going to do a show. I like that idea. Yeah. Perfect setting for it, right? I like that idea. And I like the room that you have here in the back, right. too, with the TV. I love it. I love it. What this whole facility it? is just it's, fantastic. It is. It's very relaxing. I love it's the bar. Nice. I love your bar here. Yeah, yeah you we're, designed a lot of that stuff, we're right? We're planning a lot of different things. For instance, on our website, we'll be posted our mixology class, mm -hmm. where you can come in, learn to make two to three craft cocktails. Yes. Uh, 
receive uh, some small bites with it and an hour plus long uh, instruction from one of our mixologists, which uh, is going to prove very valuable for a lot of people wanting to entertain at home or who don't know how to make some of the craft cocktails. Can you teach us how to do the like the tricks with the you know the flipping the bottles? Do all of that. Yes, show awesome. you how to. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get Tom Cruise here for that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sign me up, man. That's cool. I want to yeah. learn how to how to do. The ladies like that kind of thing. I'm sure I'll yeah. impress my wife with doing that with the little bottles and. Oh, I thought you already did that kind of stuff to impress her already. I do other things to impress my <laughs> wife. I, I don't know if it's friendly on the air, but it's great. It's great stuff. I don't know. It's yeah. all good. Ah, where ah. are we? Ah, yes. The the ah. Ah. That sound again. <laughs> that sound again. Okay. And now your favorite part of our podcast, Space Coast Fun Guide's Deal of the Week. Now you know what I was going, ah, about. Ah. okay. Where we always give you the most fun coupons in the Space Coast. The Space Coast Fun Guide Deal of the Week is brought to you by Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, where you'll learn what there is to do and see and where there is the best places to do it. John, What's our exciting deal of the week today? Well, Bob, I was feeling about Bob Barker. So this week's deal of the week delivers you Come on swap down. food with flair. Cocoa Beach Fish Camp Grill. Check out their menu at Cocoa. Actually, it's cbfishcampgrill.com. CB obviously stands for Cocoa Beach, but cbfishcampgrill.com. They offer casual family dining. They have Kate Gator Tail Sliders, Jambalaya, or Full Rack of Ribs. So they got a little of, every, of everything. Those obviously are not their only menu items, but those are some things I would suggest taking a look at. They have a game room for family fun, and every single day they have live baby gators. So go check out the live baby gators there at Cocoa Beach Fish Camp Grill. And today's coupon actually saves you 10% off your total dining 10%. bill. 10%! Oh 10%! My bring your friends, bring your family, bring everybody to save 10%. And before you get here, log on to SpaceCoastFunGuide.com and print your 10% off coupon right off our website. Or once you arrive in the Space Coast, pick up a Space Coast Fun Guide at almost every major attraction or accommodation and redeem your 10% off coupon using our printed visitor guide. And remember, when you're looking for fun in the Space Coast, make sure to refer to Space Coast Fun Guide for what to do and where to do it. You so do you're that telling so well. you're telling me that I can have a full rack of baby back ribs, I can see a little baby gator, That's right. and I get 10% off? And you can play games. There's a game and room. I play, oh, look at that. And save ten percent. Right. Well, we know. Can we we know. We can know we where you're headed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so some activities going on around the Space Coast again. You know, uh, the Renaissance Fair is going to be in its final week this weekend. What an so amazing they've been event. doing it for five weekends in a row, and it has gone great. Um, we're gonna. This is an annual event that happens, super event. But this is the last weekend, so if you haven't been to Wickham Park to see it, and it's family highly friendly, recommend it. Very family Bring friendly. The whole family Lots out. of things happening. A lot of different um, um, activities and events and going on. Also, West Side Story is now at the Cocoa Village Playhouse. People have seen it; it's fantastic. Kinky Boots is in um, Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. I have a pair of those. Kinky that, no? Boots is in oh. Titusville at the Emma Parish Theater. <laughs> what is that about? You can about tell that I'm a, I'm a real, uh, oh. I love the theater. I went and I, I saw Hello Dolly last weekend um, at the, uh, where was it? That was the Henniger Center. Uh -huh. It's still going on this weekend too, Hello wow. Dolly. You know, I didn't know the story behind Hello Dolly. All I knew was Carol hello. Channing, Hello Dolly. That's all I knew. I never knew the story behind it. I don't know if you guys did, but no. it was a fascinating story. 
very interesting, acting well. But let me just tell you also the sets on the Henniger Center. The sets, what? The sets. Oh, oh I thought you said sex. <laughs> oh, we're, yeah, no. we're talking about kinky boots. Ooh, I'm going to say I'm there. <laughs> kinky boots and sex. Yeah, Anything the, the, kinky. John, you better be careful. Your wife's in the chat. <laughs> I'm hoping she's in the chat. Hey, baby. She said no. <laughs> no, she said. She says it all the time. All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, what can I say? I'm surrounded by four guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Come on, Miss Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie. <laughs> Blushing, I'm blushing. Anyway, yes. there's some great activity going on. Also, I know we're at the beginning of February right now, but also you got to know that March 5th is going to be the um, Grant Seafood Festival. So some people are planning their vacations, you know, around events that we have here. So the Grant Seafood Festival, which has fabulous seafood and great activity. So we'll be promoting that as well and letting you know, um, you know, that you can go to their website, the Grant Seafood Festival, and you can, yes. you can get tickets. So that would be a great thing as well. We want to thank you, Ron, for letting us come in yeah. and enjoy this atmosphere You're and welcome. to get educated about spirits. It's, it, which everything a lot is of very, very know. interesting to, to learn about all this. But also, for those of you that are listening, you know, you, you've heard Ron. He's got a tremendous background. He's an interesting man to come in and talk yes, to. Yes, Great personality. Great really personality. Thank you. You're going to love this facility that's in here. And do some shopping, too. They got some cool cool merchandise that you can take home with you as well. I'm sitting over here looking at. That he so, designed. That, that you designed that, too. You do, you because do everything. Because he was graphics. Graphics, policeman, yeah. sky, uh, skin diver, sky diver. Skin diver? Skin diver. Scuba. Scuba. I'd like to oh, say that. What a day. Shark survivor. Yeah, shark, and a shark survivor. survivor. That's a great story. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, well, next week we're going to meet with our uh, coupon of the deal. We're going to meet with Nick Strickland, who is with the Cocoa Beach Fish Camp. So we're going to be actually there so that we can see the great decor, fabulous decor that's all set up. You actually feel that you are at a fish camp, and we'll probably see a couple of gators, right? Yes. Little gators uh, live there. baby gators. Oh, man. And they call it a funky eatery because it's got like swamp food, you know, bio with the beach, they call it. Swamp food with a flair. So it's going to be good. So we'll be inside. It'll be a great location. We're looking forward to that. And again, Ron, we want to thank you. We want to thank everybody. You know, come here to the Space Coast. Enjoy the time. And we look forward to seeing you next week. All right. That's a wrap. All right.